What makes a good heist film? It's a genre I love mostly because many of the tropes you find in heist films, the assembling of the team, the planning, the execution of the plan, and generally feeling like you're watching the smartest people in the room are all elements I really enjoy. But is it enough to simply take a Mad Libs approach to a heist film formula? We open on, give me a protagonist name, and they are presented with, insert opportunity here, and they are motivated by, describe an event, and so on. Don't get me wrong, the formula works because it's a sound structure and one that we are well acquainted with. It can be a great popcorn movie, and I like popcorn. But can this genre produce films that reach past the standard framework? Can there be more depth and character development that makes us care about our protagonists beyond their charm and brilliance? And if so, does that movie transcend from a simple heist film into a fully-fledged drama or thriller? I don't have all the answers, but I'm sure Chris does. So today on Movies Will Save the World, we'll be looking at the 2018 film from Steve McQueen, Widows. will save the world my name is glenn cooper and this is chris peterson and today we are discussing the 2018 movie widows uh directed by uh steve mcqueen uh, one of my favorite directors or at least someone hmm. that i've really been impressed by his work um, right. over the years also based on which i did not realize until watching it this time around based on a 1983 uh british tv series I <laughs> right. think it was a six episode arc uh tv series so adapted from that for the screen um and the theme that i i I know the reason I picked this movie is because we've just come out of 300, which had essentially a 99.9% all-dude <laughs> cast. Um, I wanted to find something with, you know, a, <laughs> uh, you, uh, to... you know, f- predominantly female cast. <laughs> there were still a lot of dudes in this, which I realized after rewatching it. Yeah, uh, but there's, the, there's but a few dudes in there. There's a few. There's a few big names, which we'll get to, but... Um, the theme that I ultimately chose for this was uh, great heist movies, um, and yes. I had seen this once before, um, and Chris, this was new to you, right? So I have been dying to correct. ask you, what did you think <laughs> of this movie? Well, I liked it. Um, I, Good. Yes. This, this, I'm relieved. This, <laughs> this is a movie I would watch again. And there's lots of interesting things to talk about in this movie, too. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bit... Uh, well, I don't know if... Should I say this or you? It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of a different kind of heist movie. Um, it is. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it, I don't know if I've seen a heist movie like this one. Um, mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, mm-hmm. it's, it's as much like a... I don't, I don't know, a drama? I mean, it's, it's, I, yeah, there, that's exactly more, the word I, yeah. yeah, that's exactly the word I was going to use. It's as much of a drama. You, you know, you don't get, you get typical heist movies, right? There's all of this, the planning scenes and the, yeah. you know, 
blueprints out on a table and someone with a chalkboard and you've got your cast of characters and I'm the demolitions guy. You know, this movie doesn't have that. It has pieces of it, but it really does focus on the story of these people. And then the heist is a part of the story happening. So, yeah. yeah, So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's technically a heist movie and like, yeah, I would say it, but with the kind of heist happens. So yeah, there's a heist in it. (laughs) (laughs) and i guess that's kind of the like yeah like the the whole story circles around that but it's 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 more than that Um, i think so too and that was one of my notes is that there are bigger there are bigger themes that this movie touches on dramatic themes um and then there are even you know uh, bigger issues that this movie touches on, you know, politics and corruption and, 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 yeah. you know, things like that, which I felt gave it more depth than your, yeah. like, I love, I, I really do love Ocean's Eleven, but it's a very shallow movie if you think about oh, yeah. it in terms of the context, right? <laughs> you know, totally. um, and so, you know, yeah. for as, as heist movies go, I felt like, you know, some of the context, the, the city of Chicago and, and maybe we'll do a quick plot synopsis here in a moment or plot summary. Um, but, um, I felt like that added a layer uh, and an extra dimension that I appreciated. Yeah. I guess the, the question is though, is it, um, you know, is, is it, <laughs> Not trick you, but, um, you know, if you're expecting just like, you know, an old school heist movie, it it's not. And the question right. is, you know, I guess whether you like that fact about it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. do you want to watch just some dumb heist movie or do you want to watch mm-hmm. like a movie like mm-hmm. we were talking about that <laughs> it's 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 not going to be like because I, I was just watching I was just watching. um let Netflix um, the the series Money Heist. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. from yeah. Have you seen that? It's from <laughs> I, Spain. <laughs> I've seen it. I I don't want to derail your thought here, but the, the movie or the the show when it started, it was called like uh, Casa de Papel, I think, which is like House of Paper. House, yeah. And then like. And then, like, after season two, they just changed the name to Money Heist. Like, what other kind of heist would there be? Like, I, I don't art. understand. You can do art. Involved. Diamonds. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, Uranium. It's all, to, it's all to get money, though. Like, that title baffles me. But, but I did really enjoy. I think I watched the first three or four seasons and really enjoyed that show. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean it's, it, but it's more like you, it's the it's like what you said. The tropes are like let's you know they, yeah. how they even do it usually like, introduced to like such and such, and he's like the yeah. you know hacker hacker expert, and then it's, such and such is the muscle, and this is the brains, mm-hmm. and like uh, you know they he <laughs> McQueen doesn't do any of that. I mean we no. get int- we get introduced to these people, and none of them are experts in any of it. Really, you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> and that's a very that's a very big point of this plot is that yeah. these are not criminals right um and they're trying <laughs> to do a five million dollar heist right. so let's let's okay so i think that's a good opportunity to just briefly cover the plot and you know because this this wasn't a huge movie um it sort of you know it, it did make its budget 
here in the U.S. Yeah. I think worldwide it grossed something like seventy-two million. Um, yeah, something like that. On a budget of roughly forty-two or something like that. So, you know, but it was somewhat underseen. It came in kind of fifth at the box office uh, when it was released uh, here in the states and that kind of thing. But, um, so again, I mean, we don't have to spoil everything in this overview because I don't, I don't think we need to, but. We always spoil movies, so if you haven't seen it, go see yeah, it, and, and then come back and listen. <laughs> we spoil them in many ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just the the movie starts off with a bang, which is something I wanted to talk about. What initially appears to be a failed heist by uh, Liam Neeson and his crew. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I thought you, when you said a bang, I was thinking of actually what I remember the first scene being. It was, it was Viola Davis and Liam Neeson um, making out in bed, and then it oh, goes. Yeah. Right, <laughs> That's not what then I it goes into the into the heist. Was, it was a different bang I was talking about. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this. Chris is like, I'm ready to sign off of this project. I don't want to be a party to this conversation. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, you're right. There's a botched... (laughs) It's a botched heist. uh, And what we understand at this moment is Liam Neeson's character... um, Oh, shoot. I didn't write down his name. Uh, Harry. Harry Rawlings, uh, who's a career criminal, um, and his whole crew... Uh, get killed by the cops. Um, and then we find, um, we move to Viola Davis's character, Veronica, who we have to talk more about Viola Davis. I think she is wonderful yes. in this. Um, who was uh, Liam Neeson's character, Harry's wife. Um, and essentially there's this group of women um, who are now widowed by this crew being killed by the cops. Um, there is a uh politician but really with a you know group of <laughs> kind of a, a a gangster background yeah and his brother yeah. um and apparently harry stole two million dollars from them so they come and try to take it out on uh, veronica harry's uh widow um and then part of what happens is harry has given uh, veronica an envelope that has information about a job he was planning and she then assembles the other uh widows of harry's crew to uh to do this one last heist it's always the you know <laughs> do this and it's going to be the only one right and that's a yep. way for them to yeah, that's because all of right. their lives are collapsing around them right you know uh michelle rodriguez is another character played uh playing linda her store gets you know confiscated well, yeah, she finds out that her, yeah, yeah, that the the so yeah, she, he um her husband or boyfriend I can't remember what husband mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. uh, was yeah using the the rent money to gamble I right think right right re- yeah. he was really bad at gambling so he was losing all the money. <laughs> yeah and then the other uh, the other uh, woman Alice uh, played by Elizabeth uh, Debicki. Um, uh, who was in an abusive relationship with um, yeah. uh, John Bernthal? Not 
the real John Bernthal, but his character in the movie, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. <laughs> Evidently he is. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, long story short, right, you know, these plans fall in their lap. The These gangsters are after them to collect on their debt, um, and they're all left with the um, option of either liquidate everything that we have, which most of them don't have anything. Anything, um, right. Or try and pull off this this heist to both pay off the people and uh, you know um, uh, put set themselves up for for a new life. Yeah, so, a little extra, right? Yeah, little extra to the tune of a million dollars each uh, would be the little extra. <laughs> so, so most of the movie follows these characters through you know navigating this, and and to your point, Chris, like these are not career criminals they happened to have been married to or partnered to uh career criminals but but they are learning along the way you know um and there's some stuff here that's there are elements of this movie where you kind of have to say like seems fairly unrealistic that this could happen (laughs) but (laughs) i don't know if you want to dig into any of those things but um uh beyond that you know it, it i think it's a compelling story so yeah, I think with, I mean, that to me is part of this genre, too, is that there's oh, always, totally. you, you have to put like, okay, this is, yeah, this isn't <laughs> right. really real in the sense like, yeah, this would never happen. Um, but that's that's all right. I take that with, um, you know, for what it's worth in a, right. um, heist, in a heist movie. Um, what? It'd be like watching a zombie movie and, and saying, like, wait a minute, humans can't come back to life. You know? <laughs> you, you, you that ruined granted. it for me. <laughs> where's, the peer, except... <laughs> where's the peer-reviewed study that shows me that human beings can come back to life and want to eat brains? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's the genre. I mean, there's a ton of stuff in here that, like, you know... If, you don't need to think too hard about it. It's just fun. It's a it's a yeah. fun genre. It's one of the things that I love about it. You know, it is. And it's I a love strange that- one too. And in, in, I was just um, in the fact, like, all right, there's in 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 every heist movie. There's like, I mean, they're our, our heroes are criminals in heist movies, right? I mean, that's right. They, they right. are breaking the law. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's like there's the bad guys, so they're the bad guys in one sense. But then there's like the really bad guys, right? <laughs> right. Know? So it's it's there, there's no like true. I mean, and 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 like in it's, of course in heist movies too, there has to be like a cause or a reason why sure. you know we have to do this, you know, because to yeah. s- get get this operation for my brother or mm-hmm. um, you know save the orphanage or. <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> That there's usually some reason that we sympathize or empathize with the people yeah. doing the heist so that we don't right. think, well, they're just, you know, this is a bunch of assholes just trying to rip off, you know, mm-hmm. the bank or whatever, or steal from some guy, you know. But no, the way there's like, there has to be some sort of justification so that we would, you know, think it's fun to watch a robbery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think... Oh, go ahead. No, I, I got nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I think, you know, I think this movie does a good job of setting that up, right? We see these, um, uh, our main leads, um, 
thrust into this situation. Now, frankly, like, you know, and I, I think the movie does a good job of, of making them all sympathetic so that we are on their side. Um, one could argue that being married to a known criminal already sort of, you know, uh, yes. <laughs> questions, <laughs> you know, that, I, how much sympathy. I did want to touch them. on that. Yes. In a second, when you're, I'll let you finish. <laughs> no, do it now. I didn't have much more to say other than that. I just, I do think like, you know, we've got one, uh, you know, Alice is in an abusive relationship. You know, Linda's got her kids that she's trying to provide for. Uh, Veronica, you know, is sort of the head uh, here. <laughs> uh, and then we'll get to Belle later. Um, played yeah. By, the, uh, yes. Uh, Cynthia Arivo, I think is how you pronounce her last name. I, Apologies I if think, not, but. I think so as well. Um, um, I love yeah, her. But anyway, yes. No, because um, of all of them, well, I'd say the most. So Linda is the one who I I think like she's. I mean, both she and Alice really are 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 Mm -hmm. are are more victimized Mm -hmm. in many ways than Veronica is. Sure, because you know Linda's trying to make. You know, she has a she has a job. She's and she thought she was you know it was legitimate um, Mm -hmm. and that everything was working out. Um, and that got taken from her and, you know, right. Alice and her, and she has this awful manipulative mother too. Um, yeah. who just, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, um, you know, and her life is just looks like hell, but yeah. like Veronica has this sweet life. She's got, I mean, she must, there's no way she doesn't know what Harry does. He seems to be the most right. famous cri- criminal in Chicago and she <laughs> yeah. has all this cool stuff. Um, yeah. So it wasn't like she suffered greatly on, on the, you know, because of, you know, the, the success. I mean, her husband was successful. So, mm-hmm. and he was doing illegal things. Um, so they had she, to make her sim- sympathetic in other ways. Yeah, she has a line where she says, you know, someone is like, you know, uh, what if he messed messed up or something? And she said a little something to the effect of like, he's been doing this for 30 years and hasn't messed yeah. up yet. So she yeah. totally knows <laughs> yes. what he's all about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's so in that way, yeah, I was thinking of from one standpoint, it's like she could be the least likable character in that regard because mm. she mm-hmm. um you know be, but then of course they throw in you know the fact that um what her what her you know the, the ramifications or the the um not the ramifications the um <clears throat> you know just the result of her husband's business mm-hmm. even though she um benefited from it was that mm-hmm. yeah he he worked with a lot of <laughs> evil people and right he, you know ripped off the wrong guy um, and he, he wants payment. So, well, and I also think like her character being the one who's been in the know for what her husband did for the longest, you know, sets her up to take the role that she takes in this movie, which is right. like, we've got to be smart. She understands the threat that they're under. You know, she is the one to sort of convince the others, not convince, but try to sort of explain yeah. the situation, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that kind of thing so you know if she's not a babe in the woods here right it's it's i know what my husband was and what he did and i know what this world looks like to a certain extent but um yeah but she also recruited them 
Mm-hmm. Not well, kind of like by blackmail though, because yeah. yep, she, she um, you know, she's like, give me the you know, give me the names of the people who are involved in, with the, in this heist, because mm-hmm. um, it's possible that um, um, Manning, Manning's character, Jamal Manning, had no mm-hmm. idea besides Harry who was involved with this. Jamal right. went d- directly to Harry's widow mm-hmm. and just asked her for the money. Didn't say. Right. I'm going to get it from all all of you involved. I'm mm-hmm. going to get it. I'm getting it from you. And if I don't, right. you know, it's so she she's like shit. Um, yeah. I, what am I going to do? And then all right, I'm going to get these other ladies involved who had no idea maybe mm-hmm. what's going on. Uh, and like, because she's like, well, what what are you going to do if we? I can't remember who said it. Maybe Linda's like, well, what are you going to do if we don't no, cooperate? Yeah. Alice says that, and then Linda chimes in. Yeah, with, the, is he's going to? She's going to tell. Him yep. our names exactly right. so that was yeah. <laughs> so she kind of like right well you know there there there's a like one of the things about this heist movie that i think is different from others is and it's not super prominent but all of these characters are desperate you know yes they are all oh, yeah. operating <laughs> from a place of desperation um you know, and and for the three primaries, it's we don't want to we we don't want to be shaken down by this, you know, by Jamal, right? Um, but even Belle, the the babysitter character, um, <laughs> she's like driver, yeah, <laughs> babysitter slash driver slash wall scaler slash <laughs> all of her talents that she brings to the team. You know, she's also just operating from a, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, make a better life for my, you know, kids and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so maybe not as much as the other three, but um, yeah, it's sort of a, what do you call it? Uh, unhappy partnership between them to a certain <laughs> yeah. extent, you know? <laughs> we got to start thinking like professionals. We're in business together. There's not going to be some cozy reunion. After this job... We're done. We have three days to look and move like a team of men. The best thing we have going for us is being who we are. Why? Because no one thinks we have the balls to pull this off. Yeah, so he does... um, McQueen does a good job and basically, yes, that this isn't just like... I so we can just get rich, you know. Right. This 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 puts a level of intensity and tension in the fact that mm-hmm. they get one shot at this. It's got to work, or else mm-hmm. you know it's over. So, um, yeah. And then it and then it weaves in other complicated questions and stories, um, you know, in, into that equation, um, mm-hmm. you know, which which you know kind of separates it from a yeah your run of the mill heist film. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I wanted to get your opinion on, and <clears throat> we are obviously, you know, just two white dudes, so I don't know how much commentary we can or should make on this, but um, I did read a review that said, you know, for trying to be a movie that has strong female leads and, and, um, you know, and that kind of thing that 
the characters felt more one-dimensional, aside from Veronica, who this reviewer was saying, you know, Veronica really, uh, uh, Violet, uh, or sorry, not Violet, gosh, uh, Viola Davis, um, (laughs) uh, you know, carried the show, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but, but they felt like it, it, it fell short in that regard. And I was reading this, this review and feeling like, you know, I don't, I don't really agree. I, I felt like the, all four of these main characters were, they did have dimension to them. And, and mm-hmm. while it wasn't necessarily thrown in your face every second, I didn't feel like they were stereotypes. And I don't mm-hmm. know. Did, did you have a, a take on that? Yeah, I mean that's a that's that's a good question, um, and I I thought about it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I think for one because um, well, for one, the cast top to bottom is, is just excellent. So there was I don't there was <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. There was, I mean, there's no weak link here. It's somebody wasn't right. holding up their end of the bargain in terms of right. <laughs> put, putting in the effort to you know to make you think about these characters. Um, mm-hmm. There, I, 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 I mean, if I had to like say, obviously it was it was Davis's movie. I mean, she was yeah, just the, the clear star standout in this movie, yeah. and you know, just the grieving widow and the you know <laughs> trying to solve this almost unsolvable problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, then I'd probably say Alice's character. You get the mm-hmm. the second most kind of background about her situation and why she's. Yeah. You know, in, in the place that she's in. I think if anybody did get shortchanged, it was probably Linda, Michelle Rodriguez's, because um, I, we yeah. just didn't get enough. Uh, we didn't get enough time to, to develop with her, which is too bad because I was, you know, <laughs> this, will sound, this will sound strange, but all the characters I could relate to, it was her that I could probably relate to the most. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Just because, you know, you and I have both, you know, own business, own, own businesses um, mm-hmm. and, and know what that's like and yeah. you know the, the the fear of what would happen if you lost your business and mm-hmm. your livelihood and you know trying to take care of a family um, so we didn't get yeah we didn't get as much with her which is too bad because she was a really interesting character too um, yeah but yeah I think that's kind of accurate I mean it was it, but I mean how could in, in the span of this movie, there's just, and this is this is leads into something I wanted to talk to you about. Is is mm-hmm. there, is there almost like too much going on in this movie at times? Yeah, I, I, I was I was going down the same path that you were, which is my feeling in terms of the development of these characters was I don't know how you would do more in the runtime yeah. that this movie has. Yeah. It, um, <laughs> and I, I felt like it alluded to, and I, I you know, of course it, it focuses on uh, Veronica as, as sort of the main character. And I thought they did a great job with, you know, some flashbacks that she has developing yeah. her backstory, exactly. you know, the death, the death of their son, even the internal strife that, you know, she and, and Liam Neeson's character have uh, w- within their marriage, even though it seems like predominantly happy, there's still some rifts there. Um, I thought they, they did a good job. I agree with you that, that uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character is probably the least developed of, of those three, at least. 
but yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know that without, it made me really curious to actually go back and watch the British series from the eighties because hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you can do a lot more when you, you span, have, you know, right. a six episode arc or something, um, you know, delve into some of that, uh, that stuff a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I agree. I, I think it, 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 I think this movie's doing a lot, <laughs> you know, and I, I actually read a, a note that the original cut was over three hours long and they edited it down that, to whatever, right, that, about 129 minutes or something like that. Yeah. No, that makes so. sense in the sense, like, I can totally believe that there's a lot more character development here than mm-hmm. what we saw. Because we get a lot more information, for instance, on Jack Mulligan, Colin Farrell's yep. character mm-hmm. and what kind of person he is. Um Right. And he and if you think about it, I mean his his like here's what I thought about. It. I was like, what what would the you know, if you took if you took him mm-hmm. out of the movie, out that mm-hmm. whole you know, maybe not uh the man yep. the whole the whole Manning crime boss. Yeah. If you kept that but took out the the mulligan the political you know you got you don't have Robert Duvall you don't have Colin Farrell if the movie would still function you know if you'd still like it if it'd still be good um yeah. I, I, I don't I you know the, it's like that was almost <laughs> and, and this is something I read about it which either people most people seem to like it there's actually mm-hmm. very there wasn't too much criticism this way but that there's kind of like th- three movies kind of combined here you know there's the the whole you know the, the yeah. corruption of chicago politics right um, the the racial tensions and mm-hmm. and uh and the the story of the these women working together to kind of save their lives um it honestly reminded me of watching the wire um hmm. mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. because i mean and this is a that's a five season television <laughs> drama, right? So they've got some leeway, but, but they do dip their toe into a bunch of these different areas. And and again, I, I thought it was, I thought if, if we wanted to say, we want to dive into the character development of our, our leads, and that was our goal. Then, yeah, you probably cut the Jack Mulligan stuff other than he's some corrupt politician that yeah. we've, we're going to rob from, right? Yeah. Because um, that frees up more time to, to do some of this other background uh, development, that kind of thing. But, you know, I, I still did appreciate the, um, the kind, of, kind of the breadth that this movie touches on. Even if it doesn't go super deep in each of the, these things... Um, I did feel like it set this whole thing in a bigger context and made it feel, um, more than just a, Hey, we're four widows and we're going to go get our revenge and make some money, you know? <laughs> right. Right. So. Cause it, cause I would have wrote it as a comedy, right? Like, <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> tell wacky tell me more. Of- <laughs> Wait for mismatched criminals who try to yeah. do the heist of the century or something. You know what I mean? I mean, you can- you're going to write a comedy <laughs> titled Widows. Yeah, Chris, I think be, you may. It could, <laughs> it could be like, widowers. <laughs> 
either way, it's still bad. It's like yeah, well, sp- <laughs> springtime for Hitler here. I didn't say it was good. I just said it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but um, you know that wire comparison actually is. I, I never thought of it that way. That's 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 not bad um, hmm. because the, yeah, the the overlapping layers of of things going on yeah. here, which did. I mean, Chicago is a real place, yeah. um, but yeah. <laughs> it's not Lord of the Rings or something. Um, but it it made it 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 all seemed very plausible to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that. There's people. There's well, there, there's this culture that's definitely, you know, tr- trying to, trying to hold on to its past within a changing world, and they'll, they're doing, you know, they're, they're used to having things a certain way, and that's, you mm-hmm. know, things are changing. Um, well, and there's, there's, there's a bleak tone to this movie. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for you know, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not like my, mean, my comedy version of these is that much better. <laughs> but there's. <laughs> There's a point, I think it's Robert Duvall, um, uh, his character, um, who plays the father of Jack Mulligan, the, the Colin Farrell's uh, yeah. character, um, the wonderful human being that he is, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he makes some comment, I think it's him, that makes the, to the effect that, like, there is no fixing things, there is no yes. changing things, yeah. it's just about staying in power and it's about self-preservation. Sur- yeah, exactly. It was like it's survival. We're not changing yeah. anything. That's that's our job. Uh, JFK, huh? You think you're going to make things better? They're not going to be any better. You think you're going to change things? Change them to what? You're not going to change anything. They'll never change under you. The only thing that matters is that we survive. That's all. Look around you, it's like Custer's last stand is kill or be killed. Now listen to me, son. Listen, we made this city. We're not having it taken away from us by people who come here illegally or by people who can't stop, you know, making babies. And that means staying in power at all costs. You got that? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, holy cow, what a bleak commentary but uh there that that element almost flows throughout and even you know at the end when i i I shouldn't have to say spoilers because it's all spoiled okay spoilers there's a twist (laughs) liam neeson's not dead uh he comes back from the grave because he never died in the first place but but he is confronting uh um Veronica, uh, Viola Davis's character, Viola Davis's character, and is like, you know, I had to save me. It was about saving me, you know. Yeah, and there is yeah. this sort of, even with the the three, you know, or four women, they're about saving themselves. And but they, I'm jumping around now. There is an element of you know saving themselves, but at the end, you see each of them use that money in a way that isn't just completely self serving. So. Um, that's maybe the, the redemption that this movie has yeah. at the end, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, although the, <laughs> the reveal that, um, Harry was still alive. I mean, yeah. we, I mean, they did tip, I mean, he did tip his, you know, hand 
you know, with the whole like dog scratching at the door scene, well, the, the flask yeah. and all that. I mean, you're I, figuring something, something's up. I, it was so funny because I, I, you know, I had seen this one bef- once before, so I knew he came back. I knew he was still alive. I knew yeah. um, the plot, but I couldn't remember the pacing and exactly what oh. happened and when. Oh, and right. so when, you know, when, uh, you know, Veronica goes to visit the other widow um, that is um, not Amanda. involved in the heist. Yeah, Amanda. Um, Amanda. Yeah. And, you know, she has her little dog with her, and the dog immediately run, makes a beeline to this door um, and is barking at it. And this is a dog that has not been barking or yipping or anything like that the entire movie, so this stands out, right? And, you know, and then she sees the flask and, and doesn't open the door at that moment, but yeah, this is the point that we have the as the audience gets suspicious. And what I couldn't remember was how long before they did the re- the reveal that he was still alive. And it was basically the next scene. It was like, yeah, you know, exactly. Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve McQueen gave us gave us like a moment to feel smart. Like, oh, I'm figuring something out. And then he's like, yeah, you figured it out. It's obvious. There, yeah, because you're right. It's, it's the boat scene, right? Right after... Well, Isn't that it? Like it was still in the apartment. Oh like, no! She opens right. the door. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's like I, right after you're, she. Oh, you're right totally after Veronica right. I, leaves the apartment. The Amanda goes and it's like uh, we should have left a long time ago. <laughs> and then it's yeah, the boat yeah. scene. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. It's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the big reveal at the end. No, um, <laughs> we we get to feel smart as an audience for about two seconds. <laughs> I guess maybe I I miss. Mem- remembering it thinking that mm-hmm. i had figured it out when actually it was probably instantaneous and i just thought i figured it out that's a good that's a very good good point um, it'd be like it you know in a sherlock could, holmes or something where like the telltale evidence comes up 30 seconds before holmes says like well here's what happened no I, it's, it's like if i watch jeopardy and like they're gonna I, I, I like. I always think I know the answer because, like, I say it like right after the person does. It's that same uh, feeling that I, I like to get <laughs> that, that dopamine rush of solving it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so. totally. <laughs> All right, let me <laughs> let me just say one thing before I move right. on here. I I couldn't think of one likable male character in this movie like they're just all the worst guys i mean seriously they is are there, is there anybody here oh, that's oh, like he was the th- good guy there's um, one it was the driver he was oh, a, seemed like a decent guy all right bash, bash. Yeah. yeah all right he is the only likable yep. Yep. male person in a movie just full of the sh- biggest shit bags and some of them are <laughs> really bad yeah I mean, yeah no harry being one of them yep. um but it's um I you I guess we don't do we know like how much time has passed since the death the murder of their son do we do we have any indication of because he seemed pretty old um I, I mean, yeah I, so he it, right I, I don't, I don't know think how much we time know has passed. my yeah if I had to guess I would say a couple of years something like that it's still very fresh it seems yeah and it's um, it's sadly this sadly true this fact mm-hmm. that yeah um couples who lose a, 
a child under any circumstances rarely stay together. It's it's right. very it's very unusual. Just that the mm-hmm. grief and the pain um, they for whatever reason people um, even the best people <laughs> non right. criminal people um, well, aren't aren't able to work through that. So um, and, and especially a situation like this where well, you know yeah. Veronica could easily be like you know Harry. If you hadn't been so hung up on whatever it was in the car and wanted him to come back, this, you know, like that blame, right? Yeah. Toxic and and corrosive, right? Speaking not from experience, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because they even were, there's even a little scene where, what it, what it, I I was going to write it down, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was, you know, do you, don't like. Don't let make me regret having a, a child with you. One of them said, yeah. or, or or something like that. I mean, something like super painful to 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 have to say to someone. I, so. I know. I think. I think this is the scene where you know Harry and Veronica are in bed, and I think she says, you know, I never thought I'd marry a white man, much yeah. less a criminal, and then have a, yeah. a child with them, and it gets into that. Never thought I'd marry a white man or a criminal. Fucking me won't make it better. Don't make me feel like my only regret is having a child with you. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe you should have had him with someone else, then he'd still be alive. I have a question for you that I want to come back to, but um, we don't have to do it right at this moment, but it it might be the way to close some of the stuff out. But uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I feel like I derailed your thought. Uh, No, it's, um, I was just, it did give his, not an excuse for, you know, what he did at all. Right, right, right. It, it, There's no it, justification. It, it, yeah, right, but at but. least gave me, it wasn't just some random thing. Like, well, why in the, you know, why in the hell is this guy like pretending his death? And like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he obviously was trying to start a new family and, um, you know, and, yeah. and, and get off, get off, you know, get off the grid, so to speak. And, um, you know, so that yeah. it did, it did, it did, those things did start to connect with me. I mean, he is... Right. He he obviously still, you know, mourns the death of his his son, and you know, maybe does feel responsible. Who knows? But that that it's not like I said. It's just not uncommon. It's more the the rule mm-hmm. um, that that when this happens in families, they they can't stay together. So um, yeah, I mean, this it, is one it, of those at least things. give me some insight into that. Yeah, it's one of those things where you can say like, yeah, clearly he's a horrible person. Um, but, but we can also gain some insight into his motivations, not that it justifies it or not that it excuses it, but you know, it's, it's a deeper character that we see on the screen, right? Exactly. From a, from a filmmaking narrative perspective, this is something that, um, McQueen put in there Mm -hmm. smartly, uh, to give us, to give us a little more than just like the dumb thug. It's just, you know. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Um, But, well. And here was my question for you, and part of this comes from just 
my own curiosity, but, you know, even Veronica at the end when she confronts Harry again, I, I think she has a line, something to the effect of, you've got your new white family now. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if Amanda's four-month-old is Harry's child. I I think we're led to believe that, yeah. I think that's exactly okay. what... And that may have been the, you know, that was the impetus for doing oh. everything he did. Now you know, he's like, he, I got to get out of town. Well, gotta, I mean, he can't have yeah. another child with um, Veronica and, right. you know, to the, to replace that son yeah. that he lost. Um, I don't mm. know. That That's the way it made, it, that's the way it made sense to me of, a, of that part. Um, yeah. I think made, so too. I don't, there's, you know, it doesn't say it explicitly, but because um, that's the, yeah. I mean, we don't really see Amanda that, I mean, is there just that one scene with her? I She's don't... in like two scenes. It's like the apartment yeah. and the diner and that's about it. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that's, right, we that's, solved it. That's what, <laughs> yep. That's that. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, that's exactly what McQueen did. So. <laughs> <laughs> when did you talk to him last? Because I've got some questions also. <laughs> Saturday, which oh, that was yesterday, but it's on London time, so that's right, yeah. <laughs> so, um, this, this is not, um, unique to this movie, but just, just the entire f- medium of film entirely. Um, <laughs> I had, I had, I had mentioned before that there's no, um, there's really no likable male characters, um, in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And I, 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 I stand by that. They're just mm-hmm. despicable people except for Bash. You seem to, um, it seemed like a fine it? dude. Yeah, it seemed like he got the short end of the stick on that on that relationship. Um, but I, all right. So one of the characters I don't like as as, uh-huh. as a character is Reverend Wheeler. All right. Um, the, oh yeah. The the, the, the minister. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his name is Reverend. He's, <laughs> he's, he's it's, it's, it's not a nickname. Um, I I can't think of any movies any that where it's like. You know my favorite character in the movie? It was the priest, or it was the uh. pastor, or I mean, they are portrayed so t- such terrible people <laughs> in every single movie. Like they're yeah. just like they're always like doing something bad, or just kind of like like fake, or uh-huh, um, uh-huh, or something. Uh-huh. It just that that's just a pet peeve. It just bugs me. For once, <laughs> I'd like to see like. Like the like the, the, the religious figure was shown in a positive light in some way. I just I don't know why that is. Like they're not all bad people. Um, some of us, some of them actually care about their job and other people and do good things. Um, yeah, and <laughs> I would probably guess most of them. Um, uh, oh man, I'm not going to find it in time. The the, the thing. <laughs> The thing that came to mind is there's another movie. It's sort of an indie movie that Robert Duvall, who is also in this movie, was in. Oh yeah, that's where right. he played a um, kind of a southern preacher uh, character, also a troubled character, but it was more about sort of a character study. Think about him, but anyway, that does not address the point that you're making. Um, like the only exception, I think, is actually another Liam Neeson movie. He with um, Jeremy Irons and Robert De Niro, uh, The Mission. 
I, I don't know if you ever saw that. I, I don't think I have, no. About missionaries, it's mm-hmm. um, in, I, I, can't, I forget the time period it was. Yeah. But they, they, they were actually, you know, it, it was a, it's a very good movie, but it, was, it showed at least some nuances of, <laughs> of people who take that calling. But uh-huh. usually they're used as kind of a, you know, kind of the stereotypical, like, yeah. you know, just sure, bastard. Sure. In, you it's know, an it's easy like, character to write in, right? It's it's well, yeah. Because what what what's what is what are the you know what are the pastors going to do? They they're not going to protest like a big movement <laughs> to make them look good. It's just not going to happen. Um, yeah. So they're just yeah, basically like it's just it's to me it's almost become comical. It's like oh, there's like a religious guy. He's up to something. You know, right, it. right. <laughs> He's. He's he's gonna be a total asshole in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that that is that is my little sermonette. Um, that that even a even a very good director falls yeah. prey to this. No pun intended. To um, <laughs> this particular stereotype. So. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think you get down the pecking order to a certain extent, and the writers are just like, "Well, let's just use this paper cutout of you know this stereotype and throw them in there." Yeah. Um, you know, a couple other uh, folks we haven't really talked about. Um, you know, uh, Daniel Kaluuya is in this, mm. uh, playing the <laughs> yeah. brother of. Oh um, Yeah. Of. Uh, um, the Manning brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Manning. Jamal. Jamal, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, he, he and, and this is another tie-in for our podcast, uh, Daniel Kaluuya uh, and John Bernthal, both in this movie together, which they were both in Sicario, our first episode. Um, so nice. Yeah, that's so weird. I told, back together I totally again. I forgot that. Man. Yeah. John yeah. Bernthal's in this for all of about a hot minute. I mean, he's yeah. really not in it much, you know. Um, but Daniel Kaluuya is, is really the the one of the, but if not the primary, you know, antagonist in this. Um, <clears throat> and this is another thing. In the review I read, I, the, the person said, you know, he felt like a really one-dimensional character. I, I didn't feel that way hmm. at all. I felt like, <clears throat> you know, he was a imposing force and i felt oh my like gosh he was, yeah yes, he was so good at that role it's i mean it scared me i mean it was like yeah i mean yeah like like he played that so well it's just this psychopath who's willing right. to do whatever it takes you know for his brother and um i i, I think so too and i and i think like you know I think we can take away from his character, yeah, like you said, psychopath, right? Um, and there's not a lot of depth needed for that, right? Like, you know, there's not like, I need to understand how he became this way. You know? <laughs> he, he, he is a force of nature to a certain extent, you know? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, exactly. I did really, I did not need to know his backstory, how he was cut from the basketball team in ninth grade, and it, the anger, like, came out into, you know, unbridled hatred no, of be, authority. I don't, it's like, No, be, because when you have someone like that, those aren't the stories, right? You know, um, that's not what pushes someone to become a 
person with person without a conscience, a you know, a right. cold-blooded yeah. killer, and and, <laughs> and that kind of thing, right? So, oh, but no, I, th- yeah, but I I loved him. I really loved him in this movie. I mean, he you know, <laughs> so did he, I. <laughs> uh, he was again. He was a force of nature. <laughs> no, he is. You know? Yeah, I mean, I never really thought of him as like a villain type mm, before mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like that was it i mean i always thought he was yeah. like you know a very, you know usually the good guy um mm-hmm. or no, he can do it or something but man yeah. he was he, yeah. he should do more roles like that because totally i mean that there's a couple parts like where like <laughs> he beats the shit out of that guy in the wheelchair and just yeah he just keeps stabbing <laughs> right you you can't feel that <laughs> It's like it is well, so awful. It is, and we're laughing about it. <laughs> but it was just so despicable. Let me ask you again, why are you fucking doing? Get the fuck off me, man. I see you paralyzing from the waist down the chest up. You feel this? What the fuck? Oh, you feel that? Oh, man. Oh, this is like that old game. Operation. You know that old game? It was that, and it was the scene with the two rappers, you know, where... Oh, there's that. I forgot about that one. I had he's just like, one. he's just like, show me what you were doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, he's trying to get, kind of getting into it, and then... And then just shoots him right in the head. And then he says, like, like I run. Yeah, and then shoots him down, too. No, I was thinking, too, of the scene. And this scene is even better, because he didn't do anything. It's when they visit Bash's apartment. Yeah. And he's he just, like, they the guys go to work, and he turns on the game and just turns it up. So <laughs> yeah, he turns, right. <laughs> to he cover just, up just the pain uh-huh. that's happening to this man. Yeah. I mean, that is, oh, it was, yeah. I mean, that... There's so many just good elements of st- of totally. storytelling there yeah. that um that was yeah yeah I I, thought, I I agree I didn't I didn't think his character needed a whole lot of anything I can't imagine I, what what would help it I don't think so either and I think you know one of the things that I really appreciated about the way the movie was shot because at cer- at a certain point you know his brother is going on this political slant which it it feels like i'm not sure he totally agrees with you know he's yeah exactly he still just wants to do what they've been doing um yes yeah and kind of takes it upon himself to check into you know what veronica is is doing and all that kind of stuff and yeah and there are some there are some scenes in this movie that i feel like are shot in a way to um uh suggest surveillance um, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, e- even, even the shot, there's a shot where, um, Veronica is dropping off the dog at a, you know, kennel, whatever mm-hmm. boarding place. Right. And it's framed from within a car looking out yeah. of the window, it, whether or not it's her car or not, you know, it just continues this, this, this idea of these people are being watched and they're being watched by, uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I thought, I thought that was, um, I appreciated that it, it continues to sort of add this suspense to, 
you know, observing what, what our main characters, our protagonists are, are, are doing um, with this sort of impending threat uh, lurking behind them. Um, and then, of course, he does <laughs> intervene um, after the heist. So, yeah. Yeah. And his, his, the way he died, actually, I wasn't expecting for a couple reasons. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one... <laughs> It's like I don't know. I have no clue. He 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 basically leaves the women, yeah. Um, there on this, yeah, know, right. Why he didn't kill them, I don't know. It's yep. he just didn't. Um, mm-hmm. So then he's driving along, and then they come out of nowhere. In like, <laughs> like, how did they in that little Volvo, like, yeah. <laughs> even know where he was going? Yeah. Um, it catch up to him. Like there was no indication that they had a standby car yeah. just ready and they're just gunned it. And I, I, that, that I thought was kind of like, what? I, yeah. What I, like? <laughs> I, I agree. I assume they, they stole the car, but I didn't know. Um, I had the same thought. Like this is, this may be one of the biggest sort of plot holes in the movie for me is, you know, them, but you know, I'll tell you emotionally, I was like, good you know I, oh, okay so, <laughs> you know, I was so like, you were pleased that he got okay yeah i, I uh, yeah i no, wanted him I, to have more of a you know vengeful death than just like a truck accident <laughs> no I, I okay so well that's an interesting point because a lot of movies would probably go that route and i what i Correct. actually you know plot hole aside i loved that <laughs> They crash. They they crash into his the van, and he and then he crashes into the barrier. One of the things I noted: they don't even check on him. They don't go up <laughs> to the door to see if he's even still see, alive. He's still, right. That's they, true. they get the money. They load it back up into their car, and then they yep. get the hell out of there. And I actually thought, you know what? That's pretty good. I'm I, I'm happy with that. No, you're right. <laughs> that, that that actually did that yeah. that part was was. A sensible conclusion to that. You know, the other thing that stood out to me is, you know, in the genre of heist movies, um, <laughs> one of the things that this movie did that so many heist movies don't do is just talk about the weight of of the money that they're stealing. Yeah, finally, like, exactly. And, and I'll tell you why that's important to me. Um, <laughs> Please do. How many millions have you carried around on your back? <laughs> All right, because I had just watched um, a new documentary on uh, D.B. Cooper, one of the great oh, yeah. Yeah, Amer- yeah. American heist heroes, Sky, uh-huh. Skyjacker, related to you in some way. Um <laughs> And one of the things they talk about is that all the money that he took would have weighed a lot. And that yeah. would have, and the, you know, the theories are that, you know, that alone would have caused um, trouble for him. And, you know, he would have died because it just weighs a lot to have that right. much money. Right. And, I, you know, when they were in that scene, you know, they had the table set up and they're filling like, you know, like tar- Tupperware, Tupperware containers, containers with dirt. And I was thinking, yeah. what the hell are they going to plant? Or what's this <laughs> yeah. about? And then it was a total smart, you're right. It's a totally smart thing because evidently that much money weighs, what, 50, 60 pounds or whatever? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that, was and, a, that was a good move. And, and the other thing that I loved about it was, um, you know, Veronica is like, 
Well, it depends on the currency. It depends on, well, not the currency, <laughs> but it depends on the denomination. denomination right? Are we getting right. hundreds? Or are we getting fifties? Are we getting twenties? So, you know? So and, I think and, it, yeah. So she was like, you know, worst case is we're getting small denominations and that's going to mm-hmm. be about, you know, 80 to a hundred pounds and best case we're getting hundreds and it's, yep. you know, 40 to 50 pounds. Our go date is in three days, the night of the debate. Now, all of our work is worth nothing if we don't move this money in fast. The notebook says $5 million. That's exactly the amount of money Mulligan was accused of taking in commission kickbacks. So over here, we have $2 million. 20 Tupperware boxes, each box has $100,000 in $100 bills. It weighs 44 pounds. Now, over here, we have $2 million. 40 Tupperware boxes, each box has $50,000 in $50 bills. It weighs 88 pounds. I feel like I'm in school. Tell me about it. Okay, Linda. That bag has a weight of $2 million in $100 bills. Put it on. I think it did. Why I thought that was good is that it, you know, even though, <laughs> you know, she's not a, a career criminal herself, that, mm-hmm. you know, she, it was just showing that this, like this, you know, the typical smarts, the brains that you need to pull off a heist and the, and the details that you have to go yeah. through in, in order totally. to, to like, I mean, that's why we like, at least that's one of the reasons I like heist movies is mm-hmm. just like the, the, the planning stage is fun to watch how they're going to yeah. think about it. Well, and you know, and that's one other thing I'll add about this movie is so many heist movies. The plan is ridiculously complicated, right? <laughs> it's we're going to put this person in, in advance and they're going to spring out of this container at exactly the right time. And, right. You know, synchronize we'll, your watches and we'll all that. Yeah. Our watches will <laughs> disable the la- the lasers by shutting down the power grid because we have people that can access the power grid somehow, you know, all yeah, of that kind it, of stuff. Yeah. Right? There's always a grid of some sort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this one was pretty straightforward. We, we go in the back, we get the security guard to come to the door, we tase him and handcuff him, and then we just go get the damn money, right? There was yeah. the very convenient moment of being able to um, uh, uh, blackmail uh, Matt Walsh of Upright Citizens Brigade fame, oh, uh, plays okay. the security I, guard, okay. yeah, the like security the... guy who, who gives up the codes because <laughs> she's got pictures of him having with sex his, with, with his, his niece. niece. Oh, oh my God. gosh, that was, all right, that was an unnecessary detail. It could have just, <laughs> they didn't have to put that in there. I mean, that yeah, just, exactly. again, it just makes you hate these people more and more <laughs> and not feel bad at all about what she's doing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so that was awfully convenient and very good timing that they got those security codes. <laughs> I did love the little detail, though, of it's written on a post-it and she's punching in the code, yeah. but the post-it is upside down. I thought that was a great little little moment. You know, it's it, funny because I had to pause it to see, like... <laughs> If, could if any of these re- numbers you know, could it really be like mistaken as yeah you know there wasn't a seven it, in there <laughs> yeah, so it, he, it was it it could have been read upside down that was yeah. that was a funny sort of yeah. tense tense yeah. little um detail uh that yeah. was that was well played <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i again, thought for a second like yeah they he totally screwed them over and gave them some right fake right. code um, right right but, yeah but again, I thought, you know, it's just the simplicity of the plan, right? Go in the door, get up to the safe, open it, get the money, get out, 
and you know even the distraction of the cops like setting a bunch of cars on fire <laughs> in advance <laughs> right. you know it didn't yeah. have all of the kind of crazy shenanigans that so many heist movies have um and yet it still felt like they're planning this this thing and thinking through all the angles and all that kind of stuff so i i really enjoyed that So this is a, a very layered movie, yeah. even though, as you just said, the plan itself is simple, but there's a, there's a lot of texture here. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so looking at this film as a whole, um, what do you think the key scene is? I'll be honest. I really struggled with this. Um, <laughs> I, I watched the movie uh, yeah. in its entirety yesterday. I re-scrubbed through it today. Um, had jotted down some potential things, but I had a real hard time coming up with anything that I felt like was a real sort of pivotal moment or, mm. or key scene. Um, I'll, I'll say I, I've got my maybe more interesting answer, and then I've got my cop-out, which is the real answer. Um, <laughs> I did think that the exchange between Veronica and Alice, and this is when Alice has her you know, the, the, her patron, if you will, the guy who's been, you know, <laughs> right. exchanging money for companionship, shall we say, um, you know, is at Alice's apartment. They're starting to get down to business and then the doorbell rings and, um, oh, yeah. and yep. then it turns out that it's Veronica and, and, and they have a real, you know, blowout to a certain extent. Cause you know, tensions have been so high between these these characters and mm-hmm. and you know veronica's like you know what what are you doing why are you you know doing this and and you know can't you keep your legs together and i think she says something to that effect and and then you know slaps alice and then alice <laughs> comes back at her right and slaps yeah. her back you know slaps her back. And it's like you know and alice in this moment is like i'm not going to be abused again right you're you're being abusive like my yeah. you know my husband was and and i'm not going to be a victim anymore you know um and then that's when veronica kind of breaks down and is like you know i i have nothing i own nothing right and and it gets a little bit more window into more mm. of Veronica's motivations for going through the, with this, right? It's not like she can even liquidate the apartment and yeah. the, the, this, all the stuff that she quote unquote has, uh, she doesn't own. So, you know, R- she right. gets back to that sort of desperation. So I thought that was a powerful scene. Yeah, and that's it, a really good scene. It, yep. Yeah, and it ends in them kind of coming together and, um, you know, maybe understanding each other a little bit more. Your husband's been dead a month. Why are you being such a bitch? You're being a cunt. Don't you say that word to me. It's appropriate. You're being a cunt. A friend lets a friend know when she's... You're not a friend. You're just a stupid girl with nothing in your head. I'm not stupid. Why don't you keep your legs shut? David is going to help us. Help us do what? He thinks the blueprints are a safe room. He's going to find out where it is. Idiot. You're a cold old bitch. (gasps) I'm done being treated like shit. Not again. Not by you. Not by anyone. But my real key scene is the heist scene. I had to pick it. Like for, for this movie, I mean I love I love the heist scene in this movie. Um 
you know, we've, we've already touched on some pieces, but, and by the way, just supported by Hans Zimmer's score is. Yeah, that, that's a, yeah, we haven't talked about the, the, the yeah, score is Zimmer's almost a, here. Yeah. It, it's almost a character in the movie. I mean, it, it keeps it's the action moving. Ones. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. I think it's one of his better ones. And, I think so too. I'd put that in the pile of like good, good ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it keeps the action moving, it cuts yeah. out when it needs to, when there's a pause, it really helps the pacing of, of, of the scene. But, you know, the way this heist scene unfolds, where, you know, we've been watching our protagonists develop this plan, and <clears throat> to see it pulled off, I mean, again... You have to suspend some disbelief to figure that these non-criminals can execute this this kind of thing. But I'm so ready to suspend <laughs> that disbelief at this point in the movie. I don't yeah. care. Um, and you know the added the added element of you know they're all dressed in black. They've got their backpacks that are ready to carry the the money out with them. They've got face masks on. They've even got those little voice, little voice modulators, modulator things. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, and so, yeah. I just, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Um, and even the way it goes sideways when Which, they right. encounter Robert Duvall, he comes out and is like, <laughs> are you taking my money? <laughs> what what I liked about it is so many heist movies go sideways because somebody makes a dumb mistake or somebody gets greedy or, yep. you know, yeah, all that. That's and none of that happened. Of yeah. Right. None of that happened here. They just, they stuck to the plan. They executed it. When Robert Duvall showed up, they took care of him <laughs> by shooting him, <laughs> and then they got out. And it wasn't, you know, it was just the last little moment where Daniel Kaluuya's character has been watching them the whole time um, that set it sideways. But even that, you know, they recover quickly. And this is, a, you know, the almost the end of the movie when, when the heist actually occurs. So there's it, been yeah, build up. There's... there's that was the thing maybe that also caught me off guard a little bit was that mm. um, it it wrapped up pretty quick. I mean, yeah. I, I guess I'd have to go back and watch some of my favorite heist movies to see what happens. But um, yeah, I, I, I was really I was really curious how how it was going to end because mm-hmm. I didn't really know. You know, I, yeah. I couldn't. I, I I admit I I I couldn't predict what would be the kind of the ending to this was mm-hmm. it going to be was it was it going to be kind of like a ambiguous one or was it going to be like a sad one or mm-hmm. or what or what he was going to do with that um so it, it was actually a pretty satisfying ending it didn't it did not seem um i don't know what's the word i'm looking for like like a kind of contrived happy ending i mean i i was thinking yeah. that linda would get her shot back um mm-hmm. you know and um you know, but Veronica's character, you know, I kind of was wondering how her story arc would close. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And it was kind of nice, actually. You know, the, obviously the the library, which, all right, you just help me <laughs> clarify this. So when when she was at the diner, the money yeah. she gave to was like, um, what's his name? Uh, I already forgot, Mulligan or whatever Irish name is. It's it's like his yes, campaign Mulligan. manager or something. 
I, can't, I don't remember exactly who it was. Yeah, I, that's what I th- thought. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But do you think she paid off um, her debt? Is that is that clear? Do I think she paid off her debt? The two million. You know the two the two million. Did that you know did that go into? Um, I don't know. I don't J- know. Jamal Manning's hands. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. I don't think the movie's clear on that, and I could see either. Yeah, because we just hear even in the background of the radio, right? The Jack Mulligan character wins the election, and yeah, he wins. And, his father was, you know, sympathy votes. Right, his father's right. murder. Right, <laughs> it all worked and, out. See, it worked out for him really well in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Every if anybody came out golden, it was Jack Mulligan. Yeah, except that he doesn't want the job anyway. But but whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, but he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Right. I don't think it's clear. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't know <laughs> if I was just missing something there. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I, I found the ending very satisfying. Also, again, another one of these areas where you have to overlook a fair amount, right, <laughs> um, in, in what might happen in real life. But I'm okay with that um i felt and part of what makes me okay with that is you know again a lot of heist movies end either in disaster right yes Um, exactly (laughs) and this movie does not allude to a happy ending it has been so bleak up until this point you know easily any or all of these people could have been killed or arrested or something like that um and yeah. so it does give us the sort of satisfying ending. Um, um, <clears throat> but it doesn't feel smug about it, you know? It's yeah, not maybe that's what I Yeah, I'm I'm trying to articulate what, yeah. what the what what the, the feeling I was I, I received after it's, it's not the end of Ocean's Eleven where they're looking over like the Venetian or whatever in Las Vegas. Right. Yeah, they and they're all that. like together and just like yeah. walking away into the you know into the camera. Because I knew he couldn't do that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was thinking it's it's yeah it's got to be. I didn't know how he was going to pull it off. Like, like mm-hmm. um, in in terms of like you know. Ra- wrapping up this story in a way yeah. that you didn't feel cheated in, in mm-hmm. some regard because they went yeah. through all that shit um, to get the money and it, it's, yeah. it would seem unfair that, you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, 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 that it didn't work out for them in some right. way I mean it is yeah. ambiguous in the sense like we really don't know what happened to I mean Belle we don't I mean she just yeah. hits the road um, pay, pays off her pays the salon owner yeah, uh, which you know, I think I think was yeah exactly to own her own salon right yeah to get up yeah and um, you know and Alice we don't really know but it was you know <laughs> we really didn't see um, Veronica smile much in this movie but she does <laughs> at the end when she sees Alice outside the 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 diner yeah and um, it's a really interesting way they end the movie right because <laughs> yeah um, it's, it, it ends there. she you know. It, it, there's no dialogue and, and there's like this, yeah, you can kind of see Veronica saying, or, or no, I'm sorry. Veronica says like, how have you been or something like that, but we yeah, don't but, hear Alice's but, reply. No, no. And, and that's, I, I, I just, I, I really love that ending. Um, 
because I, I think, again, there's, there's enough ambiguity in the way that it ends that it doesn't feel like a saccharine Hollywood ending. It doesn't exactly, it's not super bleak. It's, you can kind of (laughs) take, what did she say in response? You know, she could have said, I never want to see you again or, you know, exactly. And that's fine, right? We we as the audience get to decide what what we think about that. Um, I think that was a a a good choice. I I thought actually, if you know, if I was directing, I I would have chosen the same ending as the lighthouse uh, for this movie. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! <laughs> Remind me, it's been too long. Like she st- she stares oh. into the light. <laughs> Just like she falls down the stairs. Stairs. Okay. Uh, okay. I think on the on the beach. I thought that would have. <laughs> like what? What's the what's the uh, Greek? Is it? Uh, oh man. Oh it, yeah. The the myth was it? Is it yeah. The myth of Prometheus. Prometheus. That that's one? right. Or yeah. is it? Okay. Or is it Sisyphus? It's one of those two where he's like. Oh, it might have been Sisyphus. I I don't remember. I don't know. He's yeah. getting his. Yeah, getting his, his liver guts torn out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, I think you've effectively uh, brought the end to the key scene segment. You're, so. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> All right, Chris. Well, I'm glad you liked this movie. I wasn't sure if you were going to. Not, <laughs> not, not because I didn't think it'd be a movie that you liked, but last time I had had a movie that I hadn't seen in a long time and remembered liking, <laughs> that one didn't turn out so well. Uh, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it the second time too, but that's not enough. Did Widows Save the World? Hmm. All right. Um, of all the movies that um, you have introduced me to, this uh-huh. is the one that I'm having the hardest time answering uh-huh. this question. Uh-huh. Um, and my my reasoning is, it's <laughs> um, all right. So one, it's a movie I like. So, mm-hmm. but is is that enough to save the world? No. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, heist movies in general aren't necessarily world saving type of <laughs> that's type. fair the, the genre itself doesn't lend to you know <laughs> answering that question um yeah. in in, the, in that way so um you know <laughs> it's, honestly i don't i'm glad know. it's you and not me <laughs> answering this question because it is like there's because the movie, all right, the, so the movie introduces, like, real societally, you know, uh, mm-hmm. let, me, let me rephrase that. There are real issues in our world, and our culture, that are dealt with in this movie, that are addressed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's everywhere from grieving to mm-hmm. race to, <laughs> to corrupt politicians and the system working against people people of a specific mm-hmm. you know race and class and you know there's there's so much um there that's like yeah all those things are um are are are, are really worth talking about in a good film mm-hmm. um but is the film about those things right. i still would say no it's mm-hmm. it's 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 in its bones and its genetics here is is it's 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 a heist movie with 
Yeah. That's a really good heist movie. So I don't mm-hmm. know if I can, as much as it pains me to say this about um, a movie of this quality, is mm-hmm. I don't know if it saved the world. I know. Do I, we want to introduce I, the new answer of not sure <laughs> versus yes or no? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've, 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 I've never come. I've, I've never been this much just um, just just torn and how to answer this because it yeah. it a part of you me know, says like how you know because I want movies here's the thing this whole this yeah. whole podcast right mm-hmm. and how I thought you know it would be fun we both kind of you know, I hope we both agreed <laughs> that wasn't but that we 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 think that the the that this this art form is is worth talking about seriously um, mm-hmm. it, it, at least because it has the capacity to make us change our mind or to think about things or discuss things. And that's what yeah. we, that's what you and I love about movies is that mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're interesting to discuss because they bring up big ideas. And so that this movie has, has, has done that, but, um, but in a way that just more of sets up the, the context of right. the story. Right. I mean, I don't yeah. I, I didn't take it as he's trying to make a grand political statement with this mm-hmm. movie. No, I, I, I totally agree. I, 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 you know, I didn't think he was like, you know, this movie's going to be about this. You know, it was mm-hmm. more like um, he, I'm going to make a, a really different kind of heist movie. Um, and, you know, that's that was that's his kind of take on yeah. it. So. I would have. I'm. I'm kind of in the same boat with you, and I actually don't think we should introduce a we don't know category. I think that's going <laughs> to let us off the hook way too many it, times. Yeah. Yeah. The I, other I, I, thing yes. that crosses my mind is I can't remember what if we told if we said Predator saved the world or not. Because <laughs> you know what it, did we know. say yes? Oh, <laughs> said yes. I know this is the thing. Right? <laughs> You know, I'm not keeping a scorecard at home about which I know. saved the world yep, and which yep. didn't. Well, um, and, and we don't we don't score on a on a you know every movie's equivalent kind of thing. But I no no, no we're definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I am I'm with you on what you were saying though because I I think that the scratching at these bigger questions and bigger ideas is part of what brings additional texture and depth to the story. But it is, at the end of the day, a heist movie. Um, I would, you know, if I had to be super uh, critical on how we score these things, I'd probably have to come down on no. Um, The reason I would come down on yes, though, is the other thing that you mentioned, which is, you know, it's great to see good filmmakers making good (laughs) movies that have more depth and, and more yeah. interest to them you know that, that yeah and we we have used that that's true as a as a criteria and mm-hmm. um and uh, damn it no, so maybe i'll change my mind about one point um <laughs> <laughs> and make this even longer um so people can listen to my ramblings but one thing i did realize while watching this movie because um this is, this is again talking about heist movies in general. I I never feel like I relate to 
basically any of the characters in heist mm. movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. think, oh, that's me. Or yeah. and I could say that actually about a lot of movies. <laughs> you know? Good, you know, Alien or yeah, I mean that it's like I don't see myself. I enjoy good characters, right? Um, well written, well acted. Um movie characters and Mm -hmm. good stories and maybe this i mean one thing this movie did remind me is like okay here's like three widows and and, you know Mm -hmm. and they're left to the these this ridiculously extreme solution to to their problem you know which Mm -hmm. you you describe it it sounds like well that's gonna be a you know yeah you know kind of preposterous story but like you do care i mean mm-hmm. i cared what happened to them and you know what was you know was rooting for them to to solve right. this and that that the, the, the bad guys didn't win um mm-hmm. so if it, it did it did remind me of of why um i like movies in general um mm-hmm. i like good, mm-hmm. i like good intriguing stories and and there there is some merit to, to the like what you just said that it's it's even even though this is I guess is a technically a remake right which is yeah, something I us, yeah. I usually hate but yeah, since I yeah. knew nothing that there was even <laughs> I don't I, I don't know if there's a lot of fans on on YouTube complaining <laughs> oh this yeah. wasn't like the original at all there yeah. was like they <laughs> The 1983 six uh, six episode British TV yeah BBC thing that nobody saw or whatever except uh, Steve McQueen found it Um, yeah yeah, I don't I don't think anyone was was thinking probably that this was wasn't anything but an improvement on the original Um, well let's let's make a ruling here I think we should rule in favor of yes because it's a good movie. Yeah, and, and and I think we've yeah we've we've we have thought about it that way before, and I think mm-hmm. having just interesting good storytelling is is has value. So yeah, all right, I will um, <laughs> I will re- totally reverse my answer and, and say that. <laughs> well, we're both doing the that. world. We're both reversing your answers. So, <laughs> so all right. So I, I I and I feel at ease with my decision. So me too. <laughs> All right, Chris. I had a hard time coming up with a would you rather on this. Yeah, I, be, I bet you did. So that's I'm why I'm not more yeah. scared than usual. <laughs> I did manage to stay away from how do you want to die, um, which <laughs> tends to be a theme. So here we go. Um, Here's my would you rather. Would you rather have Robert Duvall's character as your father in real life or be planning a heist and then just randomly decide to bring your babysitter in the loop and say, you're going to help us with this heist now after knowing her for what, two weeks? Uh, Yes, that was... That, that was one thing in the movie I totally thought yeah let's just the the midnight babysitter um, hey can you drive oh you can drive you, you want to go do drive? a robbery we're, we're gonna steal five million dollars from a prominent politician yeah. <laughs> sounds good <laughs> so you got to pick one of those knowing knowing so, all the potential so, consequences and yes, actual no, consequences that, precisely that 
um, there was <laughs> there was little guarantee that Bell wouldn't get you all killed or thrown in jail or something. Yeah. God. Hello, FBI. I want to report a crime. Yeah, because all right, my when you first said that, my first instinct just instinctually was like, oh no, like <laughs> Robert Duvall is such a good actor because he was the oh yeah biggest like again just just such a scumbag. Um, yeah. You know, and so a part of you is like, yeah, that would be a, a horrible life but again mm-hmm. like how how his son kind of dealt with it <laughs> it's just like yeah it, when you die it's just, i know that was a great <laughs> it's gonna line. be fine yeah <laughs> Dude, it kind of worked out for him um, <laughs> that's true so yeah and so i thought well yeah clearly having you know the driver but then yeah then i'm starting to think about well yeah but this there, why would i put my faith in this in the babysitter, um, <laughs> for you know, like, yeah, what one of the crucial roles into the uh-huh. su- in, in the success of a heist is getting away. Um, <laughs> it is the next most important step. <laughs> Damn it, this is harder than I think you realized. Um, all right, I guess. All right, I, I guess I'm gonna go with my original thought, which is I'd rather have just a random babysitter, getaway <laughs> driver, <laughs> rather than have a father that awful. Um, well, just because, yeah, it's. But that's a close one. All right, that's closer <laughs> than I. It, it, I'm comfortable almost to admit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's like both have the potential to shape your future, right? A, a, t- a father terrible like that is gonna introduce certain personality quirks to you <laughs> and yeah. then also making the wrong choice on which babysitter to introduce could also shape your future <laughs> no i mean i thought like uh, when that first happened i thought that what <laughs> yeah like, like and they're just like okay well i'm cool with it you know whatever yeah um, all right but fair enough <laughs> that was a, that was actually um hmm that was uh, I, yeah that, was, that took me that was about good. 30 minutes staring out the window today to try and figure out. I was going to do something with the dog, but then nothing was coming there. So, all right. All right, well, Chris, what do we have coming up next week? This has been a fun one, but I want to know what we're watching next. Yes. Well, we, uh, we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to go in a different direction here. What? Um, we never do that. <laughs> we're doing we're doing the sequel widows too um more widows more widows it's like oceans eight or whatever it was like, <laughs> uh, no they're gonna um no <laughs> All right, we are um the um the theme is um I I don't know how to describe it. I, I want I, I, what I want to say is something really hyperbolistic. Okay. <laughs> um, modern classic horror film is going to huh, be my okay. Theme. All, All right. right. And this one does not come from um, the United States or the uh-huh. English speaking world. Um, okay. Because for one, there's just something interesting to me about the view of horror in um, uh, uh, you know. 
outside our own culture. Yeah, um, how, totally. how film how filmmakers approach it is sometimes uh-huh. really frightening to me. <laughs> so I have um, picked a movie from 2017. Uh-huh. It's an Argentinian film directed by Damien uh, Rugna, which I uh-huh. hopefully I'm saying his name right. Uh-huh. The movie is Terrified. Oh yes. Yes, <laughs> so I, I think I made you watch that one, but um, you, well, you recommended it, and I thought it was great. Okay, there you go. Well, there's the episode. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so what are we doing next? Clint? No, I, <laughs> no, I'm look. I'm really looking forward to talking about that because because this movie, I don't get to talk to anybody. <laughs> Yeah. about this movie and i love i love this movie so that's what that's why i'm calling it a new yeah. modern classic because there is so much just you know me i mean horror we, is like probably my favorite genre and it's yeah. very difficult for me to find a satisfying horror movie absolutely um, and and so we I have to go not all the way to buenos aires to get it. <laughs> and we have not had a chance to talk about horror yet on this so i'm super excited about that because it's one of my favorite genres as well and yes it's it's a little bit like metal bands like there's a lot of garbage <laughs> and then there's some amazing ones and you gotta weed wade through the everything else to I, find I never the good thought ones. of it that way before that's a that's a good analogy uh, oh well i let me tell you about some of bands, <laughs> but not now. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds great. So, I'm looking forward to yes, it. I haven't seen it since terrified. you recommended it the first time. So, um, okay. All right. Good. All right. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Thank um, you. Chris, as always, thank you for the conversation. Um, this was a fun oh, one to talk thank through. Thank you for this, this movie that I it will enjoy again soon. I hope. Yeah, definitely. Um, and again, if you like the show, uh, definitely share it, write a review only if you're going to give us five stars. If you're not going to give us five stars, don't bother. Uh, yeah, don't but if care. you, if you're not going to give us five stars, I'm not <laughs> sure why you've been listening this long. So, all right. Well, we will look forward to seeing you again next week as we watch the Argentinian film Terrified. Terrified.